Hello and welcome to our latest slice of Ethereum Towers Transmission, the podcast that aims to get the inside scoop of what is happening in the Ethereum Towers world. I am Adam and today I am talking to one of our founders and COO, Shane. Shane, welcome back to the show. I am uh, super pumped to be back. You you obviously just couldn't get enough of me the first time around, huh, Adam? Absolutely. I know that I can pump you for alpha because the others aren't around to stop you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're fresh from the place uh, they named twice, New York, more specifically NFT NYC. It looked great. How was your time there, my man? Yeah, no, uh, I guess New York is honestly like one of my favorite places on the planet. Um, and being able to meet a lot of our, our residents in New York made this trip like extra special for myself. Um, I guess for all those that didn't attend the party, uh, we did actually host like this small intimate gathering with uh, Uncommon Assets, um, at one of my favorite like <laughs> watering holes in New York. So I, I've been to New York too many times to count, but it, it's this little place called Tanner Smith's and this this like quaint speakeasy right in the middle of Manhattan. Um, and, and our party, we didn't want it to be some big dance party. We wanted it to be much more of like a socializing event, have a opportunity to sit down and, and meet individuals so uh obviously for myself anyways being able to sit down and, and chat with you know boomer and you know uh well lit and you know finance guy you name it uh overall i thought it was like an a plus experience oh that's fantastic um so uh brandon and i we've been to a few events with ethereum towers now and we've probably been from the range from super mega sprawling event to intimate events with ethereal collective in london and i do like the ones where you can get to know people and have a chat because i think a lot of the time it's more the networking and, and speaking face to face people that's the, the the better part for me that yes it's good to see people on stage and you know the the, the music and things like that but i do think there's a lot to be said about having a beer with someone, getting to know them and finding out how they tick rather than this sort of, you know, big explosion. I mean, there's a time and place for both. What do you reckon? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. To, to be honest with you, I, I drew a lot of inspiration from the uh, WoW party in Minneapolis uh, where they sure. had like a step and repeat and it was like much more of like a, a get-together sort of environment versus, you know, a DJ setup and, you know, music pounding and everybody's going crazy. Um you know, the, the one in Minnesota was on like a rooftop, whereas this one was underground, but uh, very similar things. You know, there's like little tables that people could get together, chat about, you know, sort of their NFT experience, you know, what their IRL <laughs> life is actually like. Right. Uh, yep. and, and just like enjoy your time. And, you know, in, in comparison, you know, our discord parties where we have the music blaring is fantastic. But these yep. sort of IRL parties where I get to meet people face to face, I'm able to place a name to a Discord or a face to a Discord name, uh, to me are, are far more powerful connections. So, yeah, I, I, I prefer I, these like smaller, more intimate get togethers myself too. Yeah, I think there's a time and a place for both. And I'm sure that we'll have a pumping disco party at some point for Ethereum Towers in real life. But the, the ones where you get to actually um, meet the residents, I think there's a lot of value in those, and I'm sure that you uh, had a great time with them. The photos looked excellent. So also, while you were there, we had our wonderful Welcome to the Metaverse ad on the iconic One Times Square electronic billboard. So that was with um, our collaboration partners, Plinft, P-L-I-N-F-T. Uh, what was it like to see Ethereum Towers up in lights? 
Yeah, no, that's that's a really good question. Um, because listen, uh, as somebody that actually stayed in Times Square for his honeymoon, huge mistake, by the way, and I'll explain <laughs> afterwards, huge mistake. Seeing yep. Ethereum Powers on the big screen was like a very surreal moment for me. Um, it, it actually made me tear a little teary-eyed at, at times because you're able to see our project alongside some of like the biggest networks, organizations in the world, and it, and it is so exciting. So yeah, pro tip, stay off at Times Square. Plus, it's so bright there all the time that it's almost impossible to sleep, even with blackout blinds. I think the... Um... The, the the billboard itself looked good. I think I've learned a few lessons about putting it together. I mean, we had the uh, one of our community members, Chris, generate the the billboard itself. And what did, were you with some of the other ET crew there when it happened? How did they feel? Yeah, most definitely. I was I was standing next to Boomer and then uh, a few other connections that I made while I was in uh, New York, and it, and it was kind of crazy. Like uh, when when people stop and start taking video everybody else kind of like takes note of it and turns around and are like, what, what are we watching here? Um, so being <laughs> able to see like people stop on the street and like look up at our billboard as it was playing um, was kind of crazy. Uh, I, I took a video of it from where I was standing. Granted, we have much better footage now from uh, Plinth, but o- overall it, it was, it was very crazy. It, it, was, yeah. it was amazing to see other people look at our billboard and be like, what is that? I need to learn more. It, it was awesome. Kudos. That's to fantastic. He did, a, he did a bang up job on that particular. Uh, he video. really did. He really did. And um, it was such a shame because I was hoping to see an interview with yourself uh, by Plinft, but I think the technology got the better of them, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I might've had 12 seconds to explain what uh, Ethereum Towers was uh, because the connection in Times Square just was not working. Um, Got you. It, it, was, it was less than ideal for, uh, for but uh, overall, the, the video itself was amazing. So that's- I'm glad someone from ET was there to see. So that's really good news. So um, while you were there, what other projects did you engage with? Did you make any new connections? Yeah, I definitely made uh, quite a few new connections, not only in like the NFT space, but like corporate America. But I also got to spend like a ton of time fostering older relationships. And and obviously both those relationships are super important as we continue to build our our brand and sort of the metaverse itself, as well as like the game itself. So yeah, I got to hang out with the people from like Crypto Hold'em, Uncommon Assets, uh, Rogue Bunny. Uh, I got to meet up with uh, bull market girlfriends like Chris K., uh oh too many to count throughout all the different parties that i attended but um the audience group i gotta you know head over to their party rad was like another uh like decentralized video platform a whole bunch of them i gotta spend some time with so it was tons of fun that sounds awesome uh i wish i was there to be honest apart from ethereum towers events what was your key takeaway and favorite part of nft nyc if i was to 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 pin you down on something yeah I would probably say that my my number one takeaway from this entire experience was the NFT space is not going anywhere. You know, New York was packed, and I mean packed, with NFT enthusiasts. Even in this bear market, you know, there was tens of thousands of people that flocked to take part in the conference itself and parties and just networking. So um, to be around so many like-minded individuals, it was... Uh, 
it was awesome. Uh, and, and that's probably my key takeaway is there is still tons and tons and tons, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. I don't even know exactly how many people attended the NFT NYC, but all that are interested in the NFT space. I think that's a really good message that you've got there because obviously a few weeks back after all that unpleasantness, there did seem to be a lull in in the enthusiasm, not necessarily in the take-up, but the enthusiasm of people around the space, you know, calling it a winter or a crash. You know, they're, they're quite bold words that obviously the media like to use. But to hear that there were so many people there being enthusiastic, just made, it gives me that confidence to feel that it's not, uh, you know, that things work in cycles and, yes, there's always going to be uh, ups and downs in any market. But I do think that... Um, hearing that there was a lot of enthusiasm there just gives me hope for the future and especially for Ethereum Towers as well because obviously we've got a really um, solid project. I was talking to Brandon last week about uh, what we're building and how things are progressing. So it's given me a lot of confidence. Yeah, and Um, I I, I guess I will speak a little bit to this. Um, Crypto markets in general are are always very scary, Um, especially if this is your very first, like, crypto winter, so to speak, or bear market, uh, where it does drop off quite a bit. And uh, don't let anybody tell you they're not scary. Um, (laughs) But for as long as I've been in crypto, I have seen the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. Um, It's just, you know, being able to understand uh, how to to deal with it, you know, kind of like turn your brain off if if you're not going anywhere or, you know, if, if this particular market is uh, a little bit too scary and you're over-invested, then, you know, uh, understanding in the future when to, to take profits when you can is is a very important thing to do. Good tips from a seasoned investor there from what it sounds. Um, so, Shane, what have you been working on recently? So, a lot of my job now has kind of like transitioned to like the retail and communal space development. So, this is a lot of like outreach, building rapport and, and trying to secure that next uh, company to join Ethereum Towers, whether it be in a retail space or like a communal branded space so that we have some some activities for our various uh, visitors come in, check out and, and have some fun on Ethereum Towers. I think that's going to be the key part because I, I have listened to a number of uh, metaverse experts and as well as listening to them internally as well. And I think the important part of any metaverse is having something to do while you're there. There's no point having this beautiful environment if there's no activities or people about or things to see. So it sounds like that's a really valuable uh, piece of work that you're doing there. So, right, this is the part where our listeners lean in a little closer as I struggle to dig for Alpha from the founders. And as you're a founder, I'm going to say, and you knew it was coming, do you have anything that you can share that uh, the audience may not know yet? Uh, oh, you know, Adam, I'm, I'm probably one of the more conservative people when it comes to like giving out alpha because I'm, I'm such a hardcore like believer in when the timing is absolutely perfect and contracts are all signed and all that sort of fun stuff. But I, I, I think after this past week in NFT NYC, I'm I, 98% positive that we have our very first retail and com- communal space group um, that'll likely be joining Ethereum Towers. Contracts are Ooh. not signed, but let's just say Mr. Boomer and Manny Mostef are wearing their stuff. Um, and 
when I put on their stuff, it is quite literally the most comfortable piece of clothing I've ever put on. So I'll, wow. I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. The hairs on the back of my neck have just stood on end as this seems to be one of the best pieces of alpha that I've got on this podcast so far. Are you listening at home? I hope you are. Now I need to work out what Mr. Boomer is wearing. Um, oh, okay. Right. You've just made my day there. Is there anything else that you'd like to share while I've got you on a roll? No, I think at this time, um, I, I appreciate you doing these sorts of uh, podcasts, Adam. They're, they're awesome. Kind of uh, allows us you know, executive team and uh, team members to be able to hop on there and, and kind of it kind of showcase what we have going on. So thank you very much. Absolutely no problem. I love it. I take my job very seriously to try and get Alpha out to view guys. And I feel like I've just hit the mother load, if I'm being completely honest. <laughs> um, you've made a, uh, a British man very happy <laughs> this afternoon. Um, okay, so... Again, Shane, thank you for your time. Thanks for taking time out to come and speak to us. I know that you work on a lot in the background and I'm always trying to get you onto this um, podcast to, to give us um, you know, little tidbits of information and you, you really did play a blinder while you are in New York, so thanks for that. I'm going to close the show now. I'll look forward to seeing what you're building over the next six months and I'll try and get you on again, hopefully maybe once a month, like I've uh, pinned Brandon down. Next week, I'll be interviewing Katie, one of our head mods about their role at Ethereum Tower, so I'm looking forward to that. But for now, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining me, Shane, and have a great week. Bye-bye.